0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Brungren Radio, although that is not part of Up Against It. That's our little intro tonight. We will be playing the entire album. If you didn't know about this album, it was only available in Japan. 18 songs, three of them are repeats that ended up being the final versions for albums. Great stuff. It's all Todd singing. Even the lovely song Love in Disguise that had Shandy Cinnamon in it, the first version we have has just Todd singing. How about that? A little crazy, huh?
2: Forward to it. I, this is stuff I haven't heard, so I'm what? excited.
1: Cruiser Mail. Buggy Poo. <laughs> well, I know a lot of the diehards have this, and they've probably heard it, but you know, there's so many Todd albums. Sometimes you need a refresher course. Why not? True,
2: visiting true, various, true. Vis- visiting various uh, times of Todd.
1: Yes. Yes. All right, folks, we've got some announcements for you before we get into the music. And we're going to start with Moogie Klingman, who was our guest a couple of weeks ago. Moogie has a concert at the Bitter End, January the 16th, with Utopia Mark Two minus Tide and Frog. So that would be John Siegler, Kevin Ellman, Moogie Klingman, Ralph Shuckett. How about that? Very good stuff. You definitely want to check that out. I believe that may be a benefit concert for Moogie. If you don't know, Moogie announced on our show that he has terminal cancer. So he wants to seek some alternative treatment not covered by insurance, and that's what I believe that concert's going to be for. It'll be at the bitter end. There's going to be some other special guests with Moogie. should be a blast uh, if you are especially into the prog rock scene.
2: Yeah, it should be a nice way to spend a cold night in New York City.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to see Moogie. Got to meet Moogie for the first time over at the Iridium last week. I was in New York. Sorry, I missed the show. I know Cruiser Mel did a fine job solo for that one. Thank so you. So I um, was there with us a lot about
2: of the Iridium because you know we haven't we haven't both been here at the same time for two weeks, and so I need a report on the Iridium.
1: <laughs> All right, good stuff. The Iridium. Was tied with some of the Les Paul Trio Or the Les Paul Trio And there was um, A reason for this gig Had a lot to do with the announcement of a new guitar That Lou Palo has introduced um, A Gibson guitar It's very sharp Very nice looking So it was kind of a party to announce that As a matter of fact Lou bought everybody drinks For an hour after the show
2: No, how cool is that?
1: Well, it would have been cooler if I had not already had too much, but it was still cool. It's nice of him. Ah. <laughs> Especially since the drinks there were high dollar. It's a very small place, very intimate, and it sold out both nights, and I could tell that the venue was very giddy and excited they sold out both shows. I don't think that happens there a lot, regardless of who their guests are. So the first set, uh, Todd comes out, and Todd was having a little fun. It was almost like a New Year's Eve gig, and It was a with a twist kind of deal. He did four or five songs, and they were all in that mode, Bossa Nova style. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And he did uh, It Wouldn't Have Made Any Difference, uh, Can We Still Be Friends, I Saw the Light. You know, some of that stuff, it was good. And um, Born to Synthesize was another one. Jesse Gress was on stage with him as well. And they had a really good young drummer and a great piano player. And then Lou Palo, of course, was part of it as well. So he was jamming on guitar. So it was a lot of fun, and uh, second set they did, you know, it's kind of the same music, except Todd left out, um, let's see, Dream Goes On Forever he did in the first set, he didn't do that in the second set, but um, Gary U.S. Bonds got on stage, uh, Billy Squire, and somebody from the Rascals, and Gary and the Rascals guy, the guitarists for the Rascals, they played... Um, Stand by me, and got Todd to come out and sing with him for a little while. So that was unique and different. A lot of fun. Well,
2: how, how did how do you think the uh, how shall I say this the elder gentlemen that were in the trio did they seem to enjoy playing with Todd?
1: Well, there was actually a really lovely blonde bass player as well. Had a stand up bass that was old as dirt, looked like probably worth about ten grand. Um, and she had a little British accent. Uh, They did some of their own music, too, and there was some opening guy that did some stuff. But it ended up, um, I think they had a really good time. Uh, (laughs) Lou Paolo, I think he kind of was a little shocked. I don't think he got some of Todd's humor, but he was really um, a great guitarist, of course, and he was a good sport about everything. So, yeah, I think they had a good time. I know that the uh, drummer and piano player and um, bass players seem to really be enjoying it. I think it's a big deal for everybody there. I think they understand and appreciate that Todd's a uh, rock-pop icon, as his biography says. Okay. Yes.
2: Cool. And so, is it true? You know, is it, go ahead and you can say it here. Is it true that he tripped hopping up on the stage at the very beginning of the show?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Oh, dear. Drink in hand. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Good way to start the show. So uh, we... We had some fun with that, and um, yeah, so it was really good. I did a lot of you know talking here and there, and he did end up playing the um new guitar at first, he didn't in the first set because it wasn't tuned, and the one that was on display, so he he ended up taking care of that, and they played it in the second set, so he got to show off the new guitar and um you know, really good enthusiastic crowd. There's one girl there who was a little hammered young girl uh with a group of other girls, kind of looked like maybe a bachelorette party. She kept yelling, uh, hello, it's me, and we've got to get you a woman. <laughs> and the funniest part, she said it about five times, and then finally she goes, hello, it's me, you bastard.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: was like, oh, uh, my <laughs> there's
2: one in, was every in every crowd.
1: Yeah, well, then she ended up coming over there by the ladies' room waiting to get in and started dancing like a stripper. It was pretty wild, pretty wild stuff. Hmm. <laughs> there's some good pictures online, though, of the, of the concert. It was very with a twist is what it felt like. You know, it's what it was, really, in a way. So a lot of fun. And then, of course, the Blender show featuring Todd Rungers-Johnson was fantastic. Really good stage for that. Very crowded. Um, unfortunately, a long wait outside in the cold. But other than that, it was it was really a great night with uh, a good group there. Donnie Osmond was there, as a matter of fact. Did you meet Donny? Uh, I did not. I was uh, going to try. I saw him at the end of the show and just didn't pan out. No big deal, though. I was, um, you know, I'm sure he gets to meet enough people. <laughs> he doesn't need to meet me, but it would have been kind of nice for me. I would like to have said hello, you know. Did not happen, but uh, not a big deal.
2: Well, I'm glad he, he was there. T- um, that's kind of impressive that he went to go check out Todd's show, so that tells me that he's got other plans other than just, you know, asking the guy to produce his album. He must actually be a fan. That's
1: great. Sure, he's not? You know, he got to be. But it was... It was um a great show. It's, the band's really gotten um tight with this music and it's just very natural with them now and unfortunately that may have been the last gig in Vegas that you went to Saturday tell us a little bit about it.
2: Well, it was a ton of fun. It was in a kind of a weird uh setup. It was a a room that basically had three walls and the fourth wall was open to the casino. So I don't know exactly how far out into the casino you could hear it, um, but I would imagine fairly far out. You could have actually listened to this show for free and perhaps even seen a little bit over some heads. But uh, if you wanted to be up close, uh, it was a nice, intimate room. I I am guesstimating there were possibly 400 people there. It was kind of cool. There were these VIP booths up on the side, raised up higher than the rest of the room and then but you know you know how Todd fans are everyone crowded down right up next to the stage they were probably 40 people deep or something like that and uh it was a really comfortable easy show Todd seemed very relaxed not in a not in a drunk way you know and he wasn't being super goofy he just seemed very easy and um relaxed uh during the show after the show, it was all good. It was all good. Everyone had a good time. and Part of me was a little sad because I wondered if that would be the last time that I would hear some of those Johnson songs or the the Rundgren blues songs as well, like Bleeding and stuff like that. But you never know. He seemed to be really enjoying throwing those songs out there, so he may mix those into future sets, too.
1: It was
2: good. No.
1: Good. Well, he did, yeah, he did have some Arena song, a weakness in there. You know, Maybe he was relaxed because he was relieved that that tour is finally over. That was a pretty long stretch going from New York to Chicago, all the way to Vegas. But who knows? We may see some more Johnson. I don't know. There's nothing on the books. But um, also, um, Melody let me know that the blind on bass is Nikki Parrott, and she's Australian. Melody was uh, new new for me to meet. Melody seventy seven from TRC. Also met Linda Dombrowski for the first time on Facebook. You probably know her and. A new young fan, Um, Zan, I believe is what she goes by, is her nickname. Suzanne is her real name. McQuaid, she was there, had a blast. So uh, some new connections, lots of fun. Chuck Madden was there, of course, taking photos for us. I'm sure he's got some good ones to show off. And uh, just all around a great time. Couldn't ask for, uh, you know, better than what was expected. We met expectations So, moving on to our announcements, now that we've gone off on a tangent about concerts. Chasm is going to do a concert in the infamous Bearsville Theater in Woodstock, New York.
2: Right. 8.30 p.m. on January 13th. And if you want to actually attend that event in person you need to go to com slash chasm show. Or if you're interested in purchasing that, uh, not pay-per-view, what's it called? Uh,
1: video on demand.
2: Video on demand. Thank you very much. Then you can find out the information you need at com. That's January 13th at 830 uh, Eastern Time.
1: Dot com. Yes. So there you go. You've got a chance to be there live, too, if you want. I think it's 50 bucks, and there will only be a few people that can witness that. So if you want to go check out live performance while everybody else is watching it VOD, then get after it. Speaking of, we don't have any updates on when the healing or Watts or HDNet or any DVDs are coming out. There was a statement by Mr. Rundgren in Chicago that the Todd Rundgren-Johnson CD would be out in February of 2011. Oh boy. <laughs> and that will be Worldwide.
2: That's right. They've been listening down in New Zealand all this time.
1: Yes, a worldwide release of Todd Rungrus Johnson should be available in February two thousand eleven. All right, we've got just a few more things and we'll get in some lovely music. Uh if you haven't checked it out on our website or on Facebook, this is not Todd related, but Rungren Radio is doing some gigs with Gary Myrick in the Figures, 80s band. She Talks in Stereo. It was in the movie Valley Girl and will be on Broadway soon, the Valley Girl play, a new version of that song, as a matter of fact, that Gary did. That's going to be on the West Coast. It's on our events page on com. Check it out if you're interested. There are two books out right now on Todd Rungren that came out in 2010. you got Billy James' book, A Dream Goes On Forever, Volume 2, which is about the utopia years, um, I believe. 77 to 87 and then we also have paul meyer's book of course both of these guys have been guests of ours paul's book is a wizard of true star todd runger in the studio and it is available at amazon.com as is billy's so check those out if you have not if you're still procrastinating ask for it for a holiday gift kwanzaa christmas hanukkah whatever you celebrate
4: festivus (laughs) it's all
1: there thing
2: you didn't mention that's happening in January is My Record Fantasy Camp featuring Todd Rundgren. And if you don't know about it, where you been? I mean, come on.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Myrecordfantasy.com is where you can find out information on that it's going to take place in Sacramento January uh 17th, 18th and 19th. That's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's going to be something really special. We know lots of our listeners are actually going to be attending. There's a rumor that some people are going to be camping out in the parking lot if it's not too cold. So check it out if you want to attend MyRecordFantasy.com.
1: Dot, oh, and yeah. you,
2: you heard that somebody needs a roommate for that, actually. That's
1: correct. That was going to be my next statement there. Frank Campania. if you don't know him, you probably do. Is it Todd Stock? and is in Dallas, helped us with that Trees gig. As a matter of fact, he found that venue for us. Frank's son is going to My Record Fantasy Camp, and he's looking for a hotel roommate. If anybody's interested, split the bill. Um, Why well, pay full price if you don't have to? So just email me at doug at com. I'll get you in touch with Frank if you're interested in rooming with somebody at the camp for the three nights you're going to be there. Speaking of that camp, Cruiser Mouth, Sir. There is going to be a gig the final night of that camp that will be open to people in the public to go to. it. I think it's even at a pub. It's going to be really wild with all the campers and whatnot and Todd and some guests. I would definitely check that out if you're in the area or want to get out there for that. That will be worth your trip and your time, I think.
2: I know that's right.
1: That's right.
2: That's Another right.
1: camp is up, a survival camp that Todd announced this week. You can find it on our Todd Rungren news page on rungrenradio.com. Information is available. Um, That's not until June, so we're not going to talk about that too much right now until the other camp's over with. But then eventually we'll reel in some folks from that camp and kind of find out what it's about and get some more details for you. So that is pretty much all we got, Cruiser Mount, unless I'm missing something.
2: That's all I got. That's all I got.
4: That's all I got.
2: No, that's not all we got i i Uh-oh. I can't i know you and I discussed this before the show, but I have taken a painkiller since then and i can't i can't remember what we said but I do want to mention very quickly uh that last week I meant to mention and I didn't but just wanted to say uh a shout out to a big run run radio fan Stephanie Lassiter, who unfortunately left this plane a couple of weeks ago and um I do know you and I talked about maybe seeing if we could rip off some some audio from her uh, from a few times that she was at the bash and when she called in because she was always such a hoot. So we'll be playing that at some
1: point, some show in the future, okay? Sounds good. Yes, Stephanie will be missed. She was at Stock, She was at our events, the birthday parties, and, of course, called in. She was uh, on the webcast that MJ and... Uh, uh, did at the birthday bash So we'll have some stuff And discuss that some more um, On another show Right Alright, so we hate to hear about that Alright, here we go Let's do the first song from Up Against It This is the Japan CD This is all tied This is When Worlds Collide This was uh, not on not put on an album I don't believe This was uh, but for the musical So if you don't know about Up Against It It was a musical that was done in New York Off-Broadway It was one that uh, they put Todd in charge of Doing the music and things And Let's hear it You're going to love this stuff If you haven't heard it already Please bring it up how about that? Good stuff from Todd Rungren. <laughs> We're going to pause for a minute before we play the next song because we want to let you know that Mr. Victor, Ed, has informed us that the Todd Stock Blu-ray is now available. I thought that was going to take forever. I'm glad to see that that is available this quickly because I've been telling people, be patient, be patient, but it looks like you don't have to be that patient. How about that?
2: Just in time. Go check out the Todd store.
1: All right, this is a familiar tune. Y'all have probably heard it a million times. We're going to play it anyway. This was the second part of this album. This is Free Mail in 21. We're free! We're
0: mail! We're 21!
1: than some of the ones we've heard such as at the recital
2: the, that, I was just thinking the last time we heard it was at the Indiana University thing yes yeah.
1: so let's talk about up against it for a minute people had some questions this was a, originally intended to be a screenplay for the Beatles Joe Orton tried to uh, make it happen and then uh, he did not make it in life long enough to get it done And so Todd got a hold of it and changed it around a little bit. As a matter of fact, there were three main characters instead of four since the Beatles were not going to be in it. And the gist behind it is the story chronicles the misadventures of three prodigal friends who are victimized in a flagrant battle between the sexes. And they become involved in a plot to assassinate the first female prime minister of Britain. How about
2: that? Wow, okay. Now I want to see this show. (laughs) Let's see how how it all goes together with the music, you know?
1: Yeah, well, some of the reviews don't think it did, but one of the things that uh, definitely reminded me of almost a Todd concert in a way, the book is spotted with rude Orton remarks about church, state, and sex. Rude (laughs)
2: remarks? Is that what you said? Rude,
1: yes, according to a review. Yeah, how about that? So anyway, it didn't make it very long. It didn't get great reviews. Some of the the music did in some cases, but some people didn't think it fit very well with this musical. But, of course, how can you not like some of this stuff, especially Parallel Lines, If I Had to Be Alone? And the next one we're about to do, which is The Smell of Money, a great one that ended up on Todd's Second Wind CD.
2: Always a fun one.
1: Yes, so we'll play that, and then we'll have a caller. We'll take that call and see what they want. Here we go, Smell of Money. My boy,
2: I
0: say you're unaware of
3: things.
2: see him performing that here in Dallas at uh, I can't remember which show it was but uh, (laughs) it was very very entertaining very animated love it
1: yes good stuff no doubt about it unless you're from Austin apparently some people there don't like it alright 617 you're
4: with us Uh, hi uh, it's Bill Salome hi Bill Bill, what's happening man hey how you guys doing doing great um I was uh, at um I saw two uh, uh shows of uh, up against it at the Shakespeare Theater. Uh, what was it um the New York Shakespeare Theater? Uh, okay. Um Joe, yeah, what do you I, think? I forget the exact name of it. Um, but uh we had a uh, Utopia Times uh show that uh Todd was there and uh at the end of the show he popped out of uh the the under the stage one of those trap doors at mm-hmm. at the show he popped out of the show he, onto the stage huh how, how was that i mean People like it? it was it was yeah it was the utopia times show mm-hmm. and uh what do you mean utopia was, times like they got to see course? it or what do you mean by that like well, um, somehow Murph uh, arranged it for Utopia Times to have their own special show, mm-hmm. and uh, and Todd was there, and uh, at the end of the show, he popped out of the trap door. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> whatever.
2: I'm assuming you're saying it was a big surprise. No one knew he was going to be
4: there. Well, he knew we knew he was there, but we didn't know at, at the end of the show he was like pop out of the trap door that was underneath the show. Oh, how cool! But, uh, but uh, I I showed it I saw it twice before it. Uh, well, I kind of died before its own time, but um, it never got a chance. And uh, obviously, Todd's music was up to snuff. But um it you know uh, whatever. <laughs> the play wasn't any good you didn't think? Well, um the the script wasn't up to snuff. And mm-hmm. that wa that was not allowed to be altered. But um Oh. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Well at least yeah. you got to see it, man. Not a lot of people did and a lot of people wish they would have. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. You were an eyewitness to this deal. Well, how many shows do you think they end up doing at the end of the day? I'm sorry? How many shows do you think they end up doing of this deal?
4: Uh do they run it for well, or so, or so? All of it was, was pre-production, and mm-hmm. you know, and it just died before I got a chance.
1: Wow. Hmm. All right. Well, I appreciate
4: the update, my man. Okay, thanks.
1: Checking in. All right, everybody, Bill Salone from the Boston area. All right, let's do a little, uh, this is one of my favorite songs, and this was on Second Wind. This is If I Have to Be Alone. We'll be right back. You know, it's funny because I read a review one time on the Second Wind album, and they trashed that song. And I'm thinking, what? It's one of the best songs on the album. You
2: know, Mm -hmm. some people don't have, uh, particularly when they're looking at a rock star, pop star, such as Todd, they, Mm -hmm. they don't have their ear ready to hear something that is not rock or pop. Sure. Well, maybe they just didn't get it.
1: Some people don't.
2: Some people don't. That's right.
1: That's right. All right. So next that's up. My
2: opinion on that.
1: There you go. <laughs> this is another song that was uh, trashed in a review. This is the title song up against it. So let's see what that's all about. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm the Good to me. (laughs) Not sure what the problem is.
2: You're not sure what the problem is. No. With the reviewers, you mean?
1: The other reviewer didn't like this. I don't know why. Thought it was pretty cool, especially for a musical. I mean, you know, what's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with (laughs) that? What
2: up with that? What up with that?
1: (laughs) All right. So we're gonna do next up is Life Is a Drag, another one that didn't make any of Todd's CDs, but this, of course, is Todd. Doing this song, and then it's followed by parallel lines, which needs no introduction. So I'll go straight into that, and then we'll be right back. I'll just be glad there's a mute button on my phone
2: Are you crying, Dougie? Don't cry You were singing
1: I was <laughs> <laughs> Love that song
2: Well, i got to tell you a secret yes? You did not have yourself on mute So you just really Oh, I
1: know You can't kid me, young lady
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, Good try, though Psych. Okay, so i got some scoop Really? Yep. So, dish. Now, I've known about this a little bit, but I wasn't going to say anything because you know, nothing's been confirmed or there's not a done deal on things. But Moogie has taken the step to announce in his newsletter that there's going to be a utopia reunion with Todd. So, um, you oh, know Oh, yeah? Yep. I do know this. It's not, it's not it the 16th date at the bitter end. It's if not. it's going to happen, the odds are it would be sometime between January 20th and the 30th in New York City, and it would be Mark II without Frog or Roger. You know, they were both part of Mark II, I guess, in a way. So that would be the same setup. Sigler, Shuckett, Moogie, Todd, and Elman.
2: Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wouldn't that be something?
1: Yes, yep. sir. I, so, you know, I don't think it's been set in stone yet, but Moogie's putting it on his newsletter, so maybe he knows something New or got some new information, but I think it's got a good shot of happening. One show, okay? Wouldn't that be wild?
2: January twentieth to thirtieth, somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, probably later, like the twenty sixth. or somewhere around in there, maybe. Wow.
2: Damn.
1: Yep. So hopefully, it. Uh, you know, hopefully that comes together. That will be something else. Craziness. Alright, so let's move on. We got Lily's address next and then love in disguise again. That one doesn't need introduction. That's actually without Shandy, so you'll get to hear Todd do the whole thing. So uh here goes two songs and we'll be back. Be thinking about that utopia thing I just told you. Pretty wild. Everyone answer. Bunch of songs coming up that we're not on Second Wind or Nearly Human, so these may be new to you. We've got Maybe I'm Better Off, You'll Thank Me in the End, From Hunger, We Understand Each Other. Those are going to be the next four songs that we will play for you. And we're also going to do The Smell of Money, If I Have to Be Alone in Love in Disguise at the end, the ones that made the cut for the albums. So here we go. This one is Maybe I'm Better Off.
0: Every time they tail out, I won't be there to question why they can get so high on the butt naked.
1: All right, it's four in a row for you. How about that? Uh, we're on a roll here. audio
2: difficulties as well.
1: Some folks are. Hopefully it'll be all right in the archive.
2: Didn't stop for, for me. Them. I got to hear it all.
1: Very good. That's because you're on the phone. The phone always works well. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we have two more songs that are, I believe, that were part of the musical, and then the next three were put on albums or on an album, second win. So we'll play the next two. It's Entropy and Finale. I'm a poet. Didn't know it. So here we go. These are five minutes and seven minutes, so we're going to have a long break. I hope you enjoy this music because you're going to have to listen to it on Rungan Radio.
0: Let me find the proper words to say. Your smell of money. You felt a lie.
1: have a big ending, you know.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, a lot I of the same stuff <laughs> mixed in. Yeah. I think we got our buddy from K C Corky online. Corky, what's up? What's
5: going on, dude? How are you guys?
1: Miss Mill?
2: Hi, Corky. How you doing? Bonjour.
5: How are you folks? Good. All right. Um can I can I like say my two bits about what I just listened to? Uh uh sure. No, it's, I, I, I like an awful lot of that music. And uh, when when I, you know, read and saw that he was doing this musical, uh, I wanted to see it so bad. And the thing was like over with in a blink. And, you know, so, some of it doesn't suit my taste, but the bulk of it does. And both my brother Chris and I were raised by our dad singing around the house to all manner of musicals. Corgy and Best, King and I, South Pacific, Fiddler on the Roof, West Side Story, Mikado. And if you've had a, you know, Oklahoma, if you've had a steady diet of musicals as a kid, these these things, and uh, this must have been some of what influenced Todd, too. Uh, Gilbert and Sullivan, I know, is somebody that he's, you know, named. If you've never seen the movie, uh, oh, what the Dickens is the name of it, uh, Topsy Turvy. It's about the the team of Gilbert and Sullivan and how they came to make the Mikado, which is an incredible piece of work. I think it was pretty inspirational to Todd, and pieces like "Smell of Money" and "If I Have to Be Alone" and "Love in Disguise." All of those, I, I'd just give anything
1: to see those performed someday.
5: So it's been a real treat to listen to this.
1: Good, glad you liked the "Parallel Lines" this is one of my favorites too, and it's you know, the thing about it is it's not an album; it's a musical. I mean, this was an album that they did in Japan, but. You know, there's a lot of uh, musicals I've been to, and I don't necessarily love every song in them, but they fit the part, and as a whole, they end up being perfect. You know, they're a good match. There are some songs, for example, in Wicked, that are better than others, but they're not bad. You know, that's the way, you know, you have to do it that way to set up the stage presentation.
5: Did did either of you see any of these songs performed live?
1: I did
2: a few during the. Second Wind uh, touring, or, or maybe it was during Nearly Human, but uh, not many of them, not many.
5: See, I've only missed two tours, and Second Wind was one of them. Uh, Chris got to see it in Chicago. In fact, he has a special T-shirt from it says says, uh, Second Wind in the Windy City. I, I think they only did just a few dates, right? And That's one of the few that I missed. But Well, Nearly well, like Human, come.
1: they did Parallel Lines, I'm sure, many times. Yeah. You saw that one, right?
5: Uh actually no. No, so I guess that's the two tours, but uh
2: They were like back to back. It seems like at least here in Dallas, it's I think he was here like twice within three, four months. I mean it was crazy, so I get get 'em all
5: confused. <laughs> <laughs> huge band out on the road and so forth. But uh anyway. Well it's it's been uh, it's been interesting to listen to these and, and the recordings are a little different, obviously, than what he put on the record. We've been listening to all of this through an earpiece on a cell phone. The audio is pretty darn wretched. It really is. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm tuned in. If you can imagine, I'm listening to a Bluetooth. Oh goodness!
1: Phone. Yeah. Well, we listen to it through the phone. It's probably it's a little better than that, but I don't know how much better. Well, what about um, what do you think about this deal with um, Moogie talking about possibly doing a show with Todd?
5: I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I mean, if it's not been announced by anybody else, I'm you know I'm hoping that he's. Not just speculating that it's going to come off, but it's you know he's got some inside track that you none know, of the rest of us have heard about. So That'd I'd love to know. Well, I got to see that lineup with Utopia several times over the years, and uh, uh, it was it was darn impressive. You know, six seven players up there just whizzing away on things like Freak Parade and Icon and uh, so forth. Utopia thing that was this impressive bit of music. So, it'd
1: yeah, be great. I, I uh, you know, I look at the group that, that, that would possibly do this, and I don't think it'd be worth flying in Labot in from Paris, but, and I don't really know that he really necessarily contributed musically, really, to the band live. So uh, other than looks, so I think it would be, you know, a really good, uh, true, realistic Utopia Mark II show, as long as they got a few days rehearsal, which I'm, I'm sure I would hope that they would. It's it's
5: not easy music, Doug, no, it's really not. No nope. um, one of the one of your points about Evan Frog if you if you listen to those records, uh you you can tell that the guitar is run through synthesizers of some sort. It was it was treated, but I suppose you can do an awful lot of that with, you know, some of the effects that are available now, wouldn't you think?
1: Sure, absolutely. But uh Yep. I don't know, A lot all of the musicians would be like around? all kind of
5: stuff. Yeah. Uh Kevin Ullman and these various uh musicians that are named as a you know the movies mentioned on his website, uh, Kevin and John Siegler, they're all still playing musicians, all of them are still uh up to their uh, what's the word I want here I mean, they all got the chops still Kevin Ullman's like what some sort of a financial advisor now,
1: yeah, but Kevin, you know one time Todd showed up on that show, and Kevin got up there and did drums with him on the fly. I mean so the he's, guys, still he's still gigging. They're all they're all gigging. Of course we all saw Ralph Shuckett if you went to the California shows last year for AWATS. Yeah. So yeah, they're still in the biz. And they play with Moogie some, you know, not necessarily always together, but they mix it up with Moogie every now and then in New York, so they're not uh, you know, on a long hiatus like somebody like maybe uh Carson Van Osten has been. They're they're sure. still in the music business, really. Uh at least two Sigler and Shuckett are anyway. And and you know, um Kevin was on the show, and he talked about doing, you know, he was in this, I think he might have said it was a jazz band or some kind of band. They were getting together and doing stuff in small bars. So, yeah, they're in the loop.
5: I say bring it.
1: Let's go. I'm talking about. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, Good uh, here. I mean, congratulations
5: on your little uh, dash out of town, both of you. Mel, the, uh, the Johnson <laughs> show in Vegas, that was kind of an odd arrangement, wasn't it? You said it literally was open to a casino.
2: Yes, it it was like a room with three walls, and then the open wall was open to the casino. Now, there was like a big um, oval bar in between the room and the casino, so the only way you could probably sit at the bar and watch would be you'd have to play one of those tabletop uh, poker games or whatever, otherwise they'd probably make you move on, you know, whatever but um yeah they played good and loud and if you just, if you were happy enough with just listening i'm sure the whole casino could hear it
4: wow <laughs> it didn't matter
2: i mean the place was full there were definitely lots of bodies in there crammed up near the stage and listening it was it was definitely full was a good time
5: wow just hard to fathom well doesn't matter we're getting some dates and it's uh, been a fun run of Johnson shows. Y'all know I missed going to Chicago. I wanted to be there pretty badly and my tickets got used by some people there, so uh Park West was nice enough to reprint them. and uh That's cool. I, I got I got to see a gang of Johnson shows and I want to thank you again for that cubby bear gig. That was a hell of a lot of fun, folks. Thank you so much good for that time. good time. Good
1: times at the Cubby Bear. You took a long drive yeah. to get there, but it's worth it.
5: <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Listen, I'm sure you got some more people want to get on, so I thank you for taking my phone call, and I wish you both the best. But I'll talk to you folks and everybody else. Merry Christmas to all of you.
1: Take care of yourselves. All right, man. Same to you. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Thanks.
2: Bye, right, Miss Mel. Me. Good night.
1: Bye. All right, everybody. Corky from KC. All right, so we got three more songs to play, Cruiser Mel.
2: Three? Hope- wow. We got a whole bunch, don't we?
1: Yeah, hopefully everybody's back back in. It seems like we're having a little trouble tonight. Big shock. All right, so we got um, these are, I believe, the final versions that made the album second win. But even if they are, they're great, and we'll play them. So we got The Smell of Money, If I Have to Be Alone, and Love in Disguise, the one with Shandy Cinnamon. So enjoy these, and if you want to call in and talk about something, we may have a few minutes. Otherwise, that will be a wrap. Here we go.
0: My boy, I say you're Unaware of things that I am unaware of the things they say behind one's back That you suspect but aren't quite sure of no The smell of money
3: Is
0: all about me I just can't rid myself Of its overpowering My inner beauty Cursed with obscurity By I don't know who you think I am, but if I'm who I think I am, then there's no cranny I've examined, can
1: <laughs> there that was you go. Good. <laughs> That's the entire album.
2: Ah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ma'am? That's beautiful.
1: Eee. very nice. Sorry, so, right, so we got about seven minutes. You must call in and shoot the breeze. Otherwise, maybe we'll play something else and call it a day. Sorry you've had problems tonight. You can always complain to Blog Talk Radio by going to their contact us page. And letting them know you're having problems,
2: and let them know that you've had problems a few weeks in a row because I've I've noticed it's a pattern now.
1: Yes, and I don't like it. Nope, I don't like it one bit. All right, well, um, let's take a commercial break, shall we?
2: Sure. Hi, this is Mary Ann Minnick. I live in Diamond Springs, California. And if you don't listen to Rundgren Radio, you can consider yourself to be a mushroom. You know, kept in the dark and fed BS.
5: Hi there, this is Ian Boyd from Saigon, Vietnam originally, but I'm now in Dallas and I listen to Rungren Radio religiously, and you should too.
1: All right, we're back. You're listening to com. Hello. All right, Cruiser Mouth. Nobody wants to talk to us, I guess. Don't blame them. <laughs> we don't have a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> Sorry. What folks. do you say?
2: What do you say after that? You know that off Broadway stuff. I mean, what do you say?
1: What do you say? What do you say? Sorry, fans. Well, here's the deal. We have not been able to get guests because we are busy trying to bring you some more shows. And it's very difficult and very hard and takes a lot of time and a lot of thought and a lot of craziness. So we got sidetracked again, and we will try to get back in the groove as soon as we can. And um, here's your mail. I'm going to play a song. I'll be right back, Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, I was gonna play one. I gotta got sidetracked there. Sorry about that. <laughs> Let's play that um Love is the answer that uh we were sent by Ken Owen the the bootleg from uh Indiana University after deal party kind of thing. Sure. And uh, that'll be a wrap. Uh I don't know if we'll do a show the rest of the year since this is December and next week's the twenty first, but if we do we'll let you know the usual channels. Otherwise we'll see you next year. Have a good happy new year and happy holidays. And hopefully um, we'll have something to talk about, so maybe we'll be back. Who knows?
2: Happy holidays. It's
0: my privilege to work with
5: with Chris Young, who is truly a genius, because he figured out my music without actually having any charts.
0: Laid your pride
5: everybody, this is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. You are the friend of the
0: crown, my friend. Sure, thank you so much for your support. We love you guys